Time. I'm welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. It is Monday. We are here in the Mothership, which is Studio 22, uploading all the craziness. Favorite person, Kayla. Somebody asked me the other day, Kayla, they said, why doesn't Kayla have a nickname? I said, she does. Favorite person. How is this hard for people to understand? Yeah. Favorite person, Kayla. Let's love Brandon. Super Chris Cruz. None of those are really... Uh, nicknames as much as they are just really, really good descriptions of you guys. Great weekend on the road. I do not want to do that trip again the way I did it. We drove to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, did a great show there at Chelsea's. Then Friday night, we were down outside of Tifton in a little town called Nashville, Georgia. Huge crowd there. And then sold out in Tacoa, Georgia at the historic Ritz Theater to the point where 200 people, two over 200 people, honestly, were turned away at the door because they couldn't buy tickets. Uh, a lot of people said, oh, you should have thrown a second show. We wanted to throw a second show. We did. But uh, logistically, it was impossible, and we don't own the building. So there's that, you know. And I love how everybody says, well, you need to get a bigger building. We would love to get bigger buildings, but you got to get the buildings that are willing to work with you. Because we don't, we don't own that real estate we go to. So we're kind of at the mercy of other people. But thanks to everybody that showed up in Louisiana as well as Georgia. Uh, I, I, this, uh, this, uh, next week, next week going to be at Hank's in McKinney. And let me just go on record right now. So you guys can hear me spread the word. There's a lot of people coming to that show in Hank's, the tables, the VIP, all of that's already sold out. The show's two weeks away. It's, it's been sold out for a week and there's general admission left. Now, when you go to Hank's, it's a music venue. So it's, it's, the show's going to start about nine o'clock. So a little bit later on a Friday night, and then it's going to be standing. Okay, it's going to be standing. It is a concert. It is a music concert. We'll do some comedy. We'll have some laughs. We'll do some talking. But it's a music concert. So let me just tell you, you heard me say it here. Don't send me the ugly, nasty grams afterwards saying, I couldn't find a place to sit. It's a music venue. All right? So you've been warned. But we'd love to see you. And you can go to chadbraitherlive.com. Again, chadspads.com. Where's my chadspads? There they are. Don't forget. And... um, Hope you guys are having a fantastic week after a great weekend. I hope you didn't lose any money with Silicon Valley Bank. Uh, Chris, did you have any money um, in SVB? No comment? Okay. Uh, We'll get to that a little bit later in the show. It's already starting to have some trickle effect, but don't worry. Joe Biden came out this morning. He had plenty to say about it, and uh, he wanted to make sure that uh, in circus world that you guys felt safe. Because here in circus world, you know, the, um, uh, the monkeys may be running the show, but there's always a plan. There's always a plan. So let's play a little bit of Joe Biden, what he had to say this morning. Let's skip on down to, uh, to the first clip you got there. Is that the Joe Biden accountability? Let's play it. Second, the management of these banks will be fired. If the bank is taken over by FDIC, the people running the bank should not work there anymore. Third, (laughs) investors in the banks will not be protected. They knowingly took a risk, and when the risk didn't pay off, investors lose their money. That's how capitalism works. (laughs) And fourth, there are important questions of how these banks got into the circumstance in the first place. We must get the full accounting of what happened and why those responsible can be held accountable. 
In my administration, no one, in my no one is above the law. Okay. Now, don't forget, they're going to do some bailouts uh, for the people. He said no taxpayer that had money with uh, Silicon Valley Bank. Uh, no taxpayer is going to feel the repercussions of this. So they're willing to bail out uh, these businesses, these big tech startups and all that. And there's some small businesses in there, too. So I don't want to be callous and, and cold here. Uh, but there were some people who made some really bad business decisions here. That, just on an elementary term, what happened. But again, don't worry. Joe Biden wants to make sure that you rest assured that though billions of dollars have been lost, uh, management will be fired. Management will be fired. Uh, maybe they can go work at the uh, Chick-fil-A where they're basically hiring anybody with a pulse at this point. But uh, yeah, so don't worry about it, guys. Oh, and don't forget, Listen, do not worry. I do not want you guys worrying that today there's massive trading that was halted as dozens of banks, you know, their shares fell by up to 75%. Um, that was, you know, Western Alliance Bank Corp. Their stock price dropped by three quarters. First Republic Bank, um, they dived 67%. PacWest Bank Corp, they plunged more than 35%. There was Wells Fargo down 7.5%. Bank of America, 7.5%. Citigroup, 5.8%. JP Morgan, 2.7%. But don't worry, don't worry. Listen, you don't have to worry about it. Don't, listen, COVID wasn't created in a lab. The vaccines are completely safe. Um, feel free to get on a freight train going across Ohio. You have nothing to worry about. Drink the water in Jackson, Mississippi and Flint, Michigan, and the banks are perfectly okay. The government said so. You don't have to worry about anything. The government said it's okay. Joe didn't want to answer any questions about that. Uh, when he was pressed, play that clip. That's what swift action that my administration over the past few years is all about. Protecting depositors, protecting the banking system, protecting the economic gains we've made together for the American people. Thank you. God bless you. And may God protect our troops. See you in California. Mr. President, what do you know right now about why this happened? And can you assure Americans that there won't be a ripple effect? Do you expect other banks to fail, Mr. President? You go. I, I love it when you have a man who can't walk upstairs to get on his airplane talking about swift action on the part of his administration. Uh, well, I mean, there's nothing suspect about any of that. Here in Circus World, you don't have to worry about anything like that. And But listen, you have nothing to worry about um, because at the end of the day, we all know that it's Trump's fault. It really is. Joe Biden said so. Play that clip. During the Obama-Biden administration, we put in place tough requirements on banks like Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank, including the Dodd-Frank law to make sure that the crisis we saw in 2008 would not happen again. Unfortunately, the last administration rolled back some of these requirements. I'm going to ask Congress and the banking regulators to strengthen the rules for banks to make it less likely this kind of bank failure would happen again. Oh, oh! so people, people didn't know what they were doing with their money when they put it in. They don't understand how FDIC works. They don't understand how the uh, federal government, which would be actually the last, the last bank you want to deal with is the federal government. Uh, but you didn't know how any of that stuff worked. You, you took the risk and then people made some really stupid decisions. And then there was a massive run on the bank. And, and yet, oh, 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 that's right. Trump wanted uh, to roll back regulations so that you guys could actually take responsibility for your own stuff. And, you know, 
do things with some freedom. But no, Joe Biden wants to make sure that you know that his administration now is going to put the regulations and more rules in place so this doesn't happen again. Screw your money. Screw your freedom. Screw your ability to make a wise decision. Some other people completely effed up, but you're going to pay the price. Don't you forget it. So here we are. Your money is safe. You have nothing to worry about. Oh, and listen, Joe even said your money is safe. In fact, go ahead and play that clip. Today, thanks to the quick action of my administration over the past few days, Americans can have confidence Confidence. that the banking system is safe. Safe. Your deposits will be there when you need them. Yeah. Small businesses across the country, the deposit accounts at these banks can breathe easier knowing they'll be able to pay their workers and pay their bills. And their hardworking employees can breathe easier as well. Breathe easy. You can breathe easy. Y'all breathing easy? Y'all breathing easy? I I feel good right now. I mean, like, paint me up like a clown and put a smile on my face. Uh, I, I'm breathing easy. I kind of feel like we're living in an episode of clown, uh, South Park. I kind of feel like we're living in an episode of South Park where, you know, well, you know what? I'll tell you what let's do. Let's just snap our fingers. And in real time, let's let South Park interpret for you what's happening with American banks. Stan, now more than ever, you need to understand the importance of saving money. But grandma said I could use this money to buy whatever I want. Okay, next, please. How can I help you, young man? I got a $100 check from my grandma, and my dad said I need to put it in the bank so it can grow over the years. Well, that's fantastic. A really smart decision, young man. We can put that check in a money market mutual fund. Then we'll reinvest the earnings into foreign currency accounts with compounding interest, and it's gone. (laughs) Uh, what? It's gone. It's all gone. What's all gone? The money in your account. It didn't do too well. It's gone. (laughs) What do you mean? I I have $100. Not anymore, you don't. Poof. Well, well, what can I do to get back I'm my- I'm sorry, sir, but this line is for bank members only. I just opened an account. Do you have any money invested with this bank? No, you just lost it all. Then please stand aside for people who actually have money with us. Next, please. Hey! Hello, Mrs. Farnickel. How are you today? Making a deposit, are we? Great. We can just put that into your retirement account and make it go to work for you, and it's gone. What? Sorry, yeah, that's gone. Please step aside for people who actually have money with the bank. Next, please. Dad! Hey, I'm trying to teach my son the importance of savings. You already lost his money? Oh, Mr. Marsh, don't worry. We can just transfer money from your account into a portfolio with your son, and it's gone! This line is for people who have money with the bank only. Please step aside. There you go. I love my favorite line in that whole deal. Poof. (laughs) And it's gone. Poof. I love it. Uh, Listen, guys, we're dealing with uh, some significant crap here. Uh, Everything the government has told you in recent years, everything, uh, the conspiracy theorists have basically been right. They've basically been right. I mean, even last night on the Oscars, I didn't watch the Oscars because, again, I don't pay attention to clown shows. I... uh, But Jimmy Kimmel said that uh, it's amazing what video editors can do when you take 41,000 hours of January 6th footage and you turn an insurrection into a uh, a guided tourist trip to the Capitol. Again, they want 
you to not believe what is happening in front of your eyes. Uh, DC Drano had a great meme. I don't know if it originated with him, but Rogan put it out this morning. He said, you know, can't believe it's already uh, bank crashing season when my train derailment decorations were still up. Um, not wrong. It's not wrong in that. So uh, here we are living in the circus, folks. It is truly clown world. And at the risk, at the risk of of people coming at us and saying, oh, my God, you're making light of these damaging, drastic situations. Um, yeah, um, I felt like it was appropriate to dress in Biden face today and, and just show the world that we're all going to stand in solidarity with, uh, with what's happening. Because this administration, uh, don't forget, Joe Biden wants you to know the swift actions of his administration are going to take care of things. You don't have to worry about it. No, you don't have to worry about it. They'll bail out Ukraine and Ukrainian pensions. They will bail out Silicon Valley Bank. They will not help the homeowners in East Palestine, Ohio, after uh, you know noxious gases are released into their, into their atmosphere, into their soil, and into their water. They're not going to worry about that, but they will take care of these bad bank decisions. And um, yeah. I promise you, Chris, I promise you, Brandon, I promise you, Kayla, and the rest of you listening to me, when the time comes and your Bank of America account is poof, it's gone, or whenever your Wells Fargo, poof, it's gone, they're not bailing you out. i just telling you, you're not going to get the bailout. When it's all said and done, it is going to be gone. All right, friends. Global conditions are getting worse and worse every day. Is Armageddon right around the corner? It's right around some corner. Um, it could be this one. And I highly recommend you stock up on emergency food right away. You already know you're going to need this food someday. So why not get it now before it's too late? I want you to go to mypatriotsupply.com, stock up on their popular three-month emergency food kit. And when you do, you'll also get $200 worth of rugged survival gear as a free bonus. So you're going to need this type of gear when the things fall apart, the grid goes down, any other time you need to fend for yourself. Uh, and to see what you're going to get, go to mypatriotsupply.com. Your $200 bonus gift is going to come free with each three-month emergency food kit that you order that way everybody in your family can be prepared but don't delay the offer is not going to last forever so i want you to act now and sleep better knowing your family will not suffer when disaster strikes go to mypatriotsupply.com and enjoy free shipping to mypatriotsupply.com go there before it's too late we'll be right back Welcome to the circus. That's right. I want you to step right up, ladies and gentlemen. You'll see that the jesters are now in charge. And when I say ladies, I do mean that with the most open of interpretations. And when I said gentlemen, I do not refer to the toxic masculinity that we have been told represents legitimate manhood, but rather the virginal beta soy almond milk softies that puts feelings first and has been eternally relegated to the friend zone. This is the circus, my friends, where women are men, men are women. The schools teach propaganda instead of classes. Left is right, right is left. So basically, the reverse world is on steroids. The collectivists are always right. They believe the group to be superior to any one individual, blindly following a mantra without much thought and at the cost of your own personal reality. Just look at the modern trend of fat acceptance. These people literally tell others that morbid obesity is healthy, for example. A big part of the youth of America believes that communism is good and that it is just 
a situation that hasn't been properly tried and applied, and it will solve all of our problems. And maybe that dissolving the police will end racism. Misgendering can get you brought up on criminal charges in some places of the Western world. Protecting children from adult sexual stimuli is considered hateful. Parents are being accused of of operating as domestic terrorists by some of the highest officials in the supposedly freest country in the world. The nuclear family is mocked. Fatherless homes are financially rewarded. State-enforced sexual transition hormones for children is praised as progress. Drag queen story hour is an actual trend. How about voting rights for terrorists? That's exactly correct. Both Bernie Sanders and Kamala Harris have stated that they're open to the idea of reinstating the voting rights of the Boston Marathon bomber. Jokes will get you canceled. The gospel has been exchanged for motivational speeches and self-help bullet points. Climate activists block traffic despite the pesky fact that they're literally forcing cars to idle for longer periods of time so they can emit even more carbon dioxide into the atmosphere. Airlines are more interested in the color of your skin and the plight of your sexual orientation than they are your ability to safely operate a commercial aircraft. We're told that Donald Trump is both a buffoon, but also planned, mobilized, and incited an insurrection on par with the Civil War. You see, in the circus world, you were told to believe all women, although it's impossible to define what a woman is. A dementia-ridden octogenarian that we have now discovered to be both black and Jewish, oh, and Puerto Rican, oh, and wished he was Polish. He received a historic 81 million votes, and a woman whose roots are from South Asia and Jamaican bloodlines became the first black female vice president. Somehow the circus is fun, the circus is free to all as long as you have received your tyrannically mandated medical procedure that allows you to operate in society. It may kill you, but who wants to live in the circus for that long anyway? (laughs) (sighs) That was fun. That was fun. You know, folks, sometimes I creep myself out with that. Um, I wanted to call it the circus because it's the circus. The monkeys are running all three rings here. Uh, the executive, the judicial, the uh, legislative. It's, it's all being run by the monkeys in the circus. The jesters have taken the throne, my dear friends. Um, I didn't want to call it clown world because everybody knows clown world. And by the way, people will call you a white supremacist if you use the phrase clown world. They will because that's that's what they say. No matter if you make fun of society, if you make fun of the collectivists, that big group of people, you know, who, who scream at you. I mean, how dare you in 21st century America? How dare you be a black male who deigns to be a conservative in terms of your voice and belief system and convictions they will call you uncle tom and coon because black lives matter will not stand for such individuality and freedom and complexity of thought how dare you oh we praise the collectivists here in clown world oh can't say that because again now you're a white supremacist how dare you uh let's uh let's talk about the clown world of feminism shall we do it. Would you describe yourself as a feminist? Yes. Do you believe in gender equality? Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> okay, so how do you reconcile believing in gender equality, but also holding men to their traditional gender roles of paying for the first date? 
Well, I'm I'm just saying that's my personal view. A woman can being a feminist is just doing whatever you want to do, and not being bashed by society for that. And uh, obviously, like like um, standing up for like women's like rights and stuff like that. But when it I don't know, I just feel like this question's really dense. My question is, if you believe in gender equality, don't you think you ought to split the bill on the first date? Um, no, because my main concern with gender equality is through, like, yes, in society, like, fixing that and through, like, the system. But, yeah, I don't, oh, my God. Yeah, uh, honey, you, need, you really need to read my shirt, okay? Right there. Yeah. Yeah. She kept trying to keep those puppies in. I don't know how those puppies identify, but I want to she them. <laughs> Honey, I'd split the bill with you, okay? That's all. That's I listen. I'll split the bill and no more. That's all I'm going to give you. Good Lord, have mercy, girl. Uh, trust me when I tell you, you are unequal among you. Like I don't even believe in equality amongst one sex. All right, much less these sexes. Uh, or one gender, I, th I think you, you're um, rising above many of your peers, darling. Um, I know when I watched that video, I was. <laughs> oh, we're not done. What about Hollywood? Play the clip. So but, you expect the girl to okay, be... The one who's ever received a text message from their father knows how important editing is. Editors... <laughs> do amazing things. Editors can turn 44,000 hours of violent insurrection footage into a respectful sightseeing tour of the Capitol. And they laugh and they laugh and they laugh, knowing that that's not true. It's a funny joke. Funny joke meant to make a point, meant to remind you that what you see before your eyes is not real. Editors did all of that. Editors somehow put people in a place that they were never there. Um, I can tell if something is CGI. I, I've seen the Marvel movies. I can tell. I know that Thanos is really just Josh Brolin in CGI. I know. It's true. It's true. It is Josh Brolin in a CGI costume. They used his voice for the most part. His voice is digitized, but they even used Josh Brolin's voice and some of his facial features, but not a lot, and they drew a cartoon. But I knew that when I saw the movie. When I saw uh, Brian Sicknick still vigorously directing traffic through the, um, through the Capitol building there on video, I knew that he wasn't really dead. But in clown world, don't believe that. Don't believe that. Uh, what about dating? Let's, do, do, we, uh, do, we, do we cover that one? Let's talk about dating once again. So but, you expect the girl to okay, be loyal most, to you before on the first date? That is probably the most attractive thing a girl could do. <laughs> but it's not is reciprocated. Saying, I'm not seeing other guys right now. I'm just talking to you. That is probably the most attractive thing a girl could do or that's, say. That's, that's I can not guarantee you that on a first date. I can guarantee you that on a third. But I mean, on the first day, I'm still feeling it out. And then I mean. Yeah. These girls, look at these tricks out there defending their ability to go out and still be a whore. Yeah. I do not on the first date ever expect to go out with you, sit down with you, expect you to pay for my meal, wine me, dine me, pick me up, make sure that I get home safely, make sure that I'm treated like a lady. I want you to know that deep down, I'm still a perverse slut, okay? And that's the world we live in. 
I, I don't want you to think that I'm being kept for one man at all uh, or that I might just be interested in one person at one time. No, no. In clown world, you do whatever you want to do. Um, let's talk about Gretchen Whitmer in clown world. Oh, she'd make a good governor in clown world. Play it. There were moments where we you know, had to make some decisions that, in retrospect, don't make a lot of sense, right? Um, if you went into the hardware store, you could go into the hardware store, but we, we didn't want people you know, all congregating around the gardening supplies. People said, oh, she's outlawed seeds. It was February in Michigan. No one was planting anyway. But um, that being said, you know, some of those policies, I look back and think, you know, that what maybe was was a little was a little more than we needed to do. Okay. Uh, she makes this clown turn his frown upside down. <laughs> she really does, and uh, she already has the turtleneck, which I think would go good in clown face. Uh, for Circus World, I think it would fit right in. We didn't want people congregating around certain parts of the hardware store. So people that wanted to go out there and collect seeds to make sure that they could grow a garden in the spring. Because you know what? There were some people out there who were actually planning ahead and preparing. Prepping, I know. People who go, you know what? We don't know where this is going, so let's go buy seeds for a garden so that when the, when the ice of Michigan thaws and the frozen ground allows us to dig in the spring, we can plant a garden. But she said, in hindsight, maybe it was a little bit silly. But again, this is circus world, folks. You don't have to worry about anything that makes common sense. Uh, <laughs> we got time for more. The world of protesting. Play the clip. Kumbaya, my lord. That's what happens when you F around and find out. When you protest on the wrong street corner, when you block the wrong person's day and their progress as they're heading into, you know, things like contributing to society. Well, in circus world, you don't have to worry about that. Monkeys don't contribute to society. They eat, they fuck, and they fling poo. And that's all these people are doing either. That's right. They're just having sex and getting drunk and doing their drugs and protesting something that makes them feel important in society as a whole. Uh, so proud to be a part of circus world. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Folks, I don't know if you can take me seriously today. I, I don't know. I don't know if I take myself seriously. This clown world, but I still want to attempt to wax eloquent. And uh, it just, it let's make some sense of it all. And let's do that by asking you a basic but pretty important question. Something that I'm not sure that people even think about. What does your bank do? More, more specifically, 
What do the people who work in your bank do? What would you expect them to be doing? I mean, should you walk in some fine sunny day unannounced? If the answer is, oh, you know, they do bank stuff. Well, we'd probably be in agreement. If the answer included anything like spearheading woke LGBTQ plus programs, including a safe space for coming out stories, well, then we're probably speaking different languages. Now, as you may or may not have heard that, uh, you know, this Silicon Valley bank deal when they closed their doors, per the California Department of Financial Protection for insolvency, that, that uh, they're a bank that lends to major tech companies, not a lot of small-time folks like you and me. So the economy got a sharp kick to the nuts on this one, and it's almost certainly only the first case of many as we continue to slide backwards down the greased-up track that leads to hell. So the Silicon Valley Bank, they tipped their hand uh, that things were going awry early last week. By attempting to sell off, oh, you know, just a little sum of $2.25 billion in shares. And that was after it had already sold $21 billion in securities at a $2 billion loss. Now, if any of you have ever seen It's a Wonderful Life, you'll save us alone. You know, uh, you know what a bank run looks like. Well, that's a normal people bank run. Now, imagine what that would look like with tech investor giants. And hell, I don't, I don't blame them. The FDIC insures all accounts up to $250,000, but it stops there. And if, and if you're a tech firm dealing with amounts much larger than that by orders of magnitude, you'd be making a run on the bank too. Hell, you might be making a run in your pants. Now, let me go back to the whole LGBTQ plus safe spaces thing for a second. Remember the old story about how Nero fiddled while Rome burned? When you have a financial institution of any size, there are people within it who know how the gears work and what's about to happen three or four moves ahead. So here you've got a major bank filled with massive accounts that's about to start hemorrhaging liquidity, and you've got major key players in your organization busy working on creating spaces for the employees to fill their you know little safety safe spaces it's absolutely insane guys now i'm not glenn beck but i read the same tea leaves that he did and this does look startlingly and alarmingly like a portent of things to come now we've teetered on the verge of some kind of economic collapse ever since old puddinghead first tripped his way up the steps to the white house and normally i wouldn't say that because economies rise and fall over extended periods of time and the coming and going of presidential administrations isn't the only thing that affects it but the difference between what we have now and what we had say under trump economically speaking is so incredibly stark that one can't help but point it out so how's that precious metals portfolio sounding right now folks it's not really surprising that we're at this point in our history we've moved so far to the left in our society it's sometimes a wonder that that, that you know me and thee haven't already collapsed it's a testament to the durability of our american system that it's lasted this long with such a cancer festering under the skin but it won't last forever and it will collapse soon if we don't do something to get this train back on its track hopefully that train's not in ohio so in summation please send me money uh because actually one of those banks i talked about earlier in the show is is one of mine so uh here we go folks buckle up uh it's okay it's okay in circus world we just print money you don't have to back it up with anything we just print the money we just trot the monkeys out there bring out the horses bring out the elephants the ringleader he's going to run the whole thing the problem is the ringleader is leaving the stage without answering any questions old joe god forbid that guy stays ringleader for very long 
But it's okay. We can all learn from China. <laughs> Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> I can kind of, you put on this face paint and you kind of start knowing what um, Joaquin Phoenix was feeling when he played Joker, right? Woohoo! <laughs> Uh, let's get some, uh, let's get some, let's get some wisdom from the, uh, from the Biden administration. Play, play old grand home. Mm. The countries all are susceptible to pressure, to peer pressure. They don't want to be the outlier. I mean, there's a couple of countries that we know are outliers and don't care, but, but I think China has done, um, has been very sensitive and has actually invested a lot in their solutions, uh, to achieve their goals. So we're, we're hopeful that, you know, we can all learn from what China is doing, but the amount of money that they're investing in clean energy is actually, you know, uh, encouraging. Okay, let's uh, let's uh, let's remember, folks. Jennifer Granholm wants you to understand that these countries they operate on the basis of peer pressure. <laughs> what are we talking about right now, America? What are we talking about? Jennifer Granholm, she wants you to know that they're operating on the basis of peer pressure. And you know what? By God, China, well, that bitch is going to the prom. That's right. China did it right. China, kudos to you and your uh, crimes against humanity and your slave labor and your human rights violations. And God bless Winnie the f- poo. Uh Clowns world, baby. Clown world. Oh, she's not done. Jennifer, Jennifer had this to say about climate change. Here we go. It is an existential threat. <laughs> oh, do you care about climate change? Do you care about the future for you, for your children? Do you want to know how we can solve it through cool technology? I've got a very snappy Prezi that I'm going to be doing. Snappy Prezi. How can anybody turn that down? So come to my speech. Oh, it is an Jennifer. Here's what I got for you, Jennifer. Here's what I got for you, Jennifer. You take a Chad's pad right out of the package, and you take the sticky side, and you put that right across your mouth. <laughs> Look at that, Jennifer. Look at that. Mmm. <laughs> there you go. Wow. There you go. Uh, oh, you know what it looks like? It looks like I just got my period. <laughs> See how that works? Uh, boy, Jennifer Granholm. Don't you know we're in an existential crisis? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It's the circus. The monkeys are running the show. Oh, boy. Hmm. Uh, CNBC, though, they wanted to explain to you how the meltdown happened. Do we want to play? That's a long one. Let's leave that one alone. Uh, but no. Oh, God, yeah. I forgot about Sheila. Please play that clip. Mm. Corporate America of goodwill are telling me in the United States Congress, please don't get rid of DEI. 
Uh, Rev, you know, I come from a state that a governor announced that he wants to get rid of it. And three of our major universities, majority universities with minorities in those universities or attending have indicated that they'll stop looking at diversity, equity, inclusion in hiring. This is a disease. It is dangerous, devilish, uh, and it steps on the very principles of the 14th Amendment of equal protection of the law and uh, the independence, Declaration of Independence that speaks about equality in this nation. Mm. That's right. Uh, Not hiring on diversity is devilish. Now, if this show had any budget, here's what I would want to do. If this show had any budget whatsoever, I want to, um, I would want to go out on the street right out here. Uh, pretty busy highway. There's often a lot of people that walk up and down these highways, and I would like to find a woman of color. I, not a man. Let's go all out. I want a woman of color. There's plenty of them in this area, and I would like to bring them in, and I want the Blaze to hire them. I want, I want the Blaze to pay her $100,000 a year. Yeah. Yeah. It's suddenly you guys did your buttholes pucker and you're just like, who's getting paid a hundred thousand dollars? I was going to go put on a dress to be honest. <laughs> you were fixing to risk the black face, weren't you? Hey, for six figures, I might. <laughs> no, but we're going to give her 600 cause she's, I mean, we're going to give her six figures cause she's worth it. So we're going to bring her in here and we're going to sit her down in Kayla's seat right there. Kayla, you may be a female. You have other things going for you. But you're too white for this job. Forget the fact that you have talent, know-how, experience. You're out. We want someone that is diverse. And we're going to sit them. No, Kayla. You're not diverse anymore. You used to be. We're going to bring in a person of color, according to Sheila Jackson Lee. All right? You know, Lori Lightfoot is looking for work. Yeah. Let's bring in Lori Lightfoot. Now, Lori Lightfoot comes with credentials. Lori Lightfoot comes with credentials. She actually ran a major city in America. Quote, unquote, ran. To the degree that somebody ran Silicon Valley Bank. Now, I want to set Lori Lightfoot in Kayla's seat and say, okay, here you are. You're now flying the mothership. And I would love to say, okay, pull up a South Park clip, Lori. Okay, pull up a Sheila Jackson Lee video, Lori. Okay, pull up Clownwood, you know, Clown World, talking about Hollywood. Uh, And I want to see how well that diversity hire would work out for something like this job. Now, based on Sheila Jackson Lee's analysis, it would be perfect. And anything less than that is devilish. Devilish. So... You want to know where we're headed as a society, folks? You want to know why I have a pad on my head? Because I'm just trying to fit in. Just trying to fit in. I want to be one of the monkeys. <laughs> Load the train cars, boy. We're going to the next city. It ends in a concentration camp and a whole lot of real smelly gas. We'll be right back. Now, I don't keep up with Hollywood. Historically, I should now because I'm now joining Circus World. Um, But there is a, quote, actress by the name of, and don't put that picture up just yet. I want to build up to this. 
I really want to build up to this. Hunter Schaefer is the name that this actress, in quotations, goes by. And uh, they, uh, quote, she dared to bear uh, in a bandeau top and pearlescent skirt at Vanity Fair Oscar party. Um, ensured that all eyes are on her as she dares to bear um, close to all um, very fashionable being praised in quite a way 24 year old actress um, now again a few years ago it was interesting to me that you couldn't refer to a female uh, stand-up comic as a comedian they had to be a comedian all right now and then you couldn't call them an actress. They're also actors. But now that you have people that still that are identifying as a woman but still have a penis and balls dangling between their legs, they want to make sure they're not actors. They are indeed actresses. Okay. They, they, the comedians wanted to be called comedians. All right. First it was, uh, we want to be called comedians. Then it was like, no, nope, let's get rid of that feminine connotation and let's be comedians. And then they said, let's get rid of the actresses. Remember when they were stewardesses on planes? We want to get rid of that female deal. And that was actually offensive. I am not an effing stewardess, sir. Now, do you want your peanuts warm or still in the bag? They wanted to be flight attendants. And now in circus world, the reverse reality is true. You got to go back to that. Now they want to be actresses. They want to be comedians. And I guarantee you very soon, you will have those that want to be called a stewardess. <laughs> Make sure my Chad's pad's got the sticky working. <laughs> uh, listen, hey, listen, something to be said for Chad's pads even with this, uh, even with this grease paint on, still sticking. Chadpads.com uh, for your stickiest days, for your greasiest days. They happen. Um, I've been. I mean, sure. Uh, Hunter Schaefer. This is what he wore to the Vanity Fair Oscar party. Now, go full screen on that. Now, hide your kid's eyes if, if you need to. This is a guy with boobs, all right? Um, I, nice boobs. I mean, God bless the surgeon. Uh, a very skinny man. Still has a penis. Uh, not wearing a lot. But again, this is a guy. This is a dude. Now, I saw where the water park in Germany last week decided that it was okay for women to go topless at their deal. I don't know if you guys have ever been to a nude beach. I personally have been to a few uh, nude beaches. I've been in places where you have no choice. You go to South Beach in Miami, you have no choice. You, you're technically on a topless beach, all right? Not fully nude, but you... And so uh, the things I have seen there are not things that you would go, wowza, woohoo. Uh, they kind of look like, you know, a couple of deflated balloons hanging on the front of a baseball glove. But uh, this guy... Kudos to the surgeon, um, you know, and and whatever dietitian that because this is not healthy for a man. I could tell you to be that skinny, uh, but I'm not going to skinny shame a, a new a new woman. <laughs> I mean, uh, so this. When they, and, and, and two, 
in Circus World. So they're going to bring back, of course, we, we learned last week, they're bringing back the Angels uh, modeling show for Victoria's Secret. And they're going to do the runway deal again for the, the Victoria's Secret Angels, their fashion show. I got a feeling you're going to see the likes of Hunter Schaefer on these types of things. Um, it, it, you know, again, for a woman in clown world, I, I'm thinking you're at least 60 pounds underweight right now. You really got to tank up because fat is beautiful. And you go, girl. I mean, you are on the go, girl. You are on the yes, girl scale real high, you know, when you're over 185 pounds as a woman and, and just going on higher on up. I mean, beautiful, beautiful. But, um, yeah, wanted you to see that. Wanted you to see that because in circus world, that's a woman. That's a woman. You know why? Because in circus world, women are nothing more than their tits. I know. Nothing more than their tits. So thank you. Thank you to all you surgeons, all of you plastic surgeons out there who are turning men into women. You are the real warrior on the front lines in this fight for equality, inclusion, and acceptance. You are the ones that make the difference. Trust me when I tell you, society would not be the same without the surgeons. That's the real brave hero. You think, you think uh, whole, old Hunter's going to go get a BBL soon? Match the top? I bet, I bet he doesn't. <laughs> I bet the vaginoplasty is not on the way. I just don't think that's on the horizon. I think that he's got his, uh, his little catwalk down, and he's, he's learned how to dominate the red carpet, and I don't think he wants to uh, chop the balls off and have to relearn everything with a limp. I just don't think that's coming. So um, there you go. I mean, under the expert guidance of Stylus Law Roach, Stunned in a look from Anne DeMulemeester's Autumn Winter 2023 collection. Uh, I mean, it, he tied a bandana around his new boobs. I, <laughs> I should be a stylist. A stylist to the men's stars. Um, to, the, to the new ladies. Ah, oh, boy. Oh, boy. And I'll just tell you, we, we'll get into Jane Fonda tomorrow. Which, at 85 years of age, no, no, no real self-respecting person wants to get into Jane Fonda. <laughs> Talk about a bank that's collapsed. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, but, of course, she did say that she wants pro-life politicians to be murdered, which is always fun. Jane's always good for a laugh. And that's what they did on The View. We'll get into some commentary on that tomorrow. Uh, we can expect more rhetoric like that uh, from The View as we get further and further into Circus World. And I want to leave you with this before we close out the show. We've got one more segment. But uh, Harvard University now requiring up to five COVID jabs for in-person class. So that means pretty much very soon there's going to be a lot of available, of a lot of available seats at Harvard. Uh, if you want to go to Harvard... You, uh, they're going to be looking for students very soon. Very soon, those classes will be empty. Hang tight. We'll be right back. I want to assure everybody that uh, no clowns were harmed in the making of this episode and that um, 
I want to deeply apologize to those I could have possibly offended the clown community uh, for doing clown face in order to make a point. I hope that you understand it was a strategic, uh, political, and cultural analysis of the world in which we're living in. And thank you for letting me use you and your ilk uh, as a method of pointing to the ills of society. So, again, I apologize to my clown friends out there. ChadBraitherLive.com. Come and see me, Hank, Sim McKinney, and then, of course, the Wagner Noel in Midland on March 31st. And, of course, sign up at BlazeTV.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad tomorrow. Who knows what will happen? It'll be a Tuesday. That's Monday's Hangover, and we'll see you there. Bye. Thank you.